Good day to you and welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for joining us today. We are glad to have you along. Hopefully things are well in your world with your household, with your family, with your children, with your innermost places first and foremost and of course just being the overriding attribute that you are walking in the shalom, the peace of God, in this hour where, you know what? That's needed. It's necessary in a way that maybe, if we were honest, just has not been necessary for us um, probably ever um, in in, in regards to our individual lives. I just want to talk to you for a few minutes. This will presumably be a very, very short episode. I'm driving out today and our, our whiteboard verse of the day was found in Mark chapter 6. And I'll have to paraphrase, although it's short, while I'm driving. Um, actually, let me see if I can look up something here. We'll jump right in the middle of the text, and the, the, the small verse that I extracted this morning is that everyone who was there all ate as much food as they needed and were satisfied. It's very simple. It's kind of a, kind of a random place to land, right? All of the people there ate... And we're satisfied. We know the account, if we've been in church very long at all. This is when it is the end of the day. It's late in the day, we're told in the scriptures. We don't know. Someone knows. I don't know exactly what time that would have been. Approximate. I would assume probably approaching sundown. Because we know that in this time period that the day would have been ending at sundown. Um, So it wouldn't have been like nightfall, I don't think. Late in the day. Whatever the case, the people are hungry. This is noticed by Yeshua as he's teaching, as he's talking. And the disciples, of course, being naturally minded like most of us are, they come to Yeshua, and they say, Hey, we're, we're out in the middle of nowhere here, Rabbi. There's nothing here. <laughs> it's getting late. We need to send people away to go and buy food for themselves. They can go out to the towns. They can go out to the farms. They can go out on their own individually and find food. Wise, right? Wisdom. Provide for yourself. A wise man works and labors and therefore lacks nothing. You know, like, we have to be careful. The church throws around a lot of heavy verses in judgment. A lazy man has no food to eat. Okay, that's true. We're not, ex- we're not looking for a, a welfare people of God, (laughs) but again, let's be mature and balanced. 
but they, in this sense, are being very naturally minded. Well, it's late in the day. People are hungry. Mm, we need to send them out to go get some food. Seems logical. That probably would have been me, I would guess. Let's just look at black and white facts and make plans accordingly. But Yeshua, he corrects them. <laughs> Give them something to eat yourselves! Exclamation point in most of my versions. And their response further indicates their condition, their posture, their perspective. The complete Jewish Bible words it very interesting. We are to go out and spend thousands of dollars on bread and give it to them to eat? <laughs> we have to feed these people? Now again, let's be, let's be wise. Now practically speaking, it may have seemed not just something they were unwilling to do, but it may have literally seemed impossible. They were looking at their own resources. Makes sense, right? Uh, teacher, are you serious? <laughs> Do you have a wallet full of cash? <laughs> because we don't. You remember, we left everything to follow you. I mean, let's be fair all the way around. I'm not looking to be hard on anyone other than myself. And perhaps you, should you be willing. So let's look from all perspectives, although briefly, at the individuals involved. You've got a bunch of hungry people, crowds, multitudes, thousands of people, men, women, and children, who need to eat. The disciples, naturally discerning, somewhat organizing these gatherings, I'm sure, in a sense. We've got, we've got to get these people fed. And the only logical thing, because we're in the middle of nowhere, is they've got to go. We've got to disperse. Just go on. Let's send everyone to their own, whatever place they land on in these remote areas around us to find something to eat. It's the only logical thought. We can't order takeout. <laughs> no one's delivering out here. You know what I mean. So they logically say, let's just send them all away to take care of themselves. Yeshua, though, however, says, man, y'all take care of them. You feed them. <laughs> Give them something to eat. <laughs> and then Yeshua goes on to say, <laughs> how many loaves do you have? Their stomachs can't wait for y'all to figure out the spiritual principle and the miraculous. You're slow learners, so because of that, you just tell me how much, how much bread do you have? Go and see. So they told him, we know the account. Five. Five loaves of bread and we have two fish also. So Yeshua gathers all the people around. And they sit down in large groups by the hundreds. <laughs> and he looks up to heaven. 
And he says some things that are, you know, people would debate what he actually said to, quote, bless the food as he looked up to the heavens. You know, we've, we've reduced it down to just hollow prayers blessing whatever is on our plate. I've talked about this before, even in the natural. How we sit down to a quadruple bacon cheeseburger with four orders of bacon cheese fries and then ask the Lord to bless it. We're foolish. This is not the same principle that Yeshua was showing us. That was... We've not carried on a pattern very well in that, let's just be clear. So he divides up all the food, it just keeps coming. We know the baskets continue to be filled. 5,000 men, who knows how many women and children. You're talking, as the word always references the word, the, the specific word, multitude. A lot of people. Thousands and thousands of men, women, and children. And what happens? The verse we already read. The little verse that I used this morning. That all of the people ate as much as they wanted and they were satisfied. Now there are of course many, many, many roads we could drive down within this small little account of Yeshua and the miracle of the food. We've touched on just a tiny bit already. There's endless opportunities of, of teaching within this, this little account. But just what struck me this morning as I read through that to start my day is just the fact that making this spiritually applicable to me and you today. In what sense? Well, specifically, because again, even, even within this one verse, we can go a lot of different directions. But in, in the specific pattern of thought towards, in our life today, the rabbi is still doing things on our behalf. He is still providing for us. He's still setting a table, if you will, for us. He is still working miracles for our good. But here's a simple teaching point I want to just make. And again, this will be very short today. The key factor that is very, very simple, it, it couldn't be any more simple than, than what I'm going to present. But the simplest fact within this tiny verse, in this account of the thousands being miraculously fed by Yeshua, the people sat down, did what Yeshua and the disciples told them, and they ate. Their satisfaction was dependent upon that, that median activity of sitting down and eating. Their satisfaction came when they sat down and willingly gave themselves to partake in what was provided by the Messiah. This miracle-working rabbi. 
if any one of them, and we don't know, we're not told, but so let's just say out of speculation alone, if any one of them would have said, well, I'm not eating that. I'm, I don't get it. How did he do that? Anyone could have rightfully pulled one of the disciples aside and said, man, can you explain to me all of the details about how that just happened? I don't understand. And that person could spend hours asking about how the miracle worked. Is that real food? Like, can I really eat it? How did he do this? I have to understand it. I have to wrap my brain around it. And I would present to you, friend, right here and now what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Let's be real bold. Let's be real bold in our humility and say, I would say the Lord is prophetically speaking. Stop trying to figure every single thing out that I miraculously create and then bring to you to partake of. Sometimes it's, it's just time for you to sit down and eat. Sometimes it's just time to sit down and not need to understand it all, but, but eat what is put before you. Because it will bring you satisfaction. It alone will provide you satisfaction. Not understanding every detail. Not being able to wrap your brain around how it even got there. In, in this age of mental ascent, knowledge, personal ability, individual ability to rationalize and make sense of everything, friends, we've lost, we've lost sight of faith. Not blind faith. Man, we could spend, an, oh boy, we could spend an hour on that. We're not talking about blind faith now. We have to be careful. Well, sometimes you just need to have blind faith and sit down and eat it. Ignorant. No, 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 we're not saying that. What I'm saying is the acknowledgement of the provision. Faith in the provider. It's not blind. (laughs) Do you think that those people that day, those thousands of people who knew this this, um, circumstance was unfolding... They knew or heard down the line because there were so many, they couldn't have just all been in a circle by a campfire next to Yeshua. The word would have had to have spread throughout the camp of people. Man, there were, there was only this tiny amount of bread and, and two small fish. And the food just keeps coming out. The food just keeps coming. So listen, that's not blind faith. (laughs) That is evidence. What are we told in the Word of God? Faith is the evidence of things unseen. Friends, faith is tangible. Faith is real. Now, is it always seen in the way that, that natural food is? No. But friends, there is evidence Our belief, our faith, our trust, our absolute trust should be an evidence seen. And sometimes 
God makes things literally tangible with our natural eyes, like this event with Yeshua and the thousands of peoples with his with his disciples getting to share in yet another another lesson for them to check their perspective and their expectation. And so I guess what I feel the Lord is saying clearly to me, and I feel like to whoever might be positioned to have ears to hear today, are you sitting down and eating what's been put before you by your Father, your Heavenly Father, brought to you by the Son, the Mediator Messiah, Suffering Servant, King of all kings, Messiah Rabbi Yeshua Jesus. Has He been bringing you something that you're just trying to understand and wrap your brain around, and so you're not eating it, You're analyzing it. You're looking for clarity. I teach on this all the time as well. Clarity. Oh God, give us clarity. Give us clarity. We need clarity. And I, I, man, I feel the same now as I did a year ago. Well, man, longer than that now. About when that word started coming to the fellowship of believers I was with at the time. And the word of correction came. I won't even go into all that. I've taught on it several times before. Sometimes we don't have to have clarity. Sometimes we need to move when the Spirit says move. Sometimes we need to be spiritual men who are are so mature, we actually know the unction of the Spirit of the living God in us saying yes, no, left, right, up, down. And sometimes the Spirit of the Lord says, you know what, brother, sit down. Eat. It's late in the day. Eat. I have provided something for you. And sometimes, friend, and I'll say this in closing, sometimes we are crying out in in laborious prayers. Great effort, great travail. And there's a time and a place for that. And please hear me fully. That is a major component of my life. But we have to be careful and cautious that we're doing what the Spirit of the Lord is leading us to do. That's the importance of praying in the Spirit, friend, without going into much detail. That's one of the main components of praying when you don't know how to pray. When you don't know what to say. When you don't know what to do. When you don't know what words to utter, there is a language that is greater than your own. Why do you think we're told that in the Scriptures? The Spirit groans things that I don't even know or understand. And sometimes the Spirit will say, you know what? You're up here standing up, crying out in your, with your mouth and your heart to be satisfied. Lord, I'm not satisfied. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm fearful. I feel like I'm wandering. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit... Left and right right now. (laughs) I'm movable. Oh God, help me. Where are you, God? Help me. (laughs) Bring me satisfaction. And you know what the Spirit of the Lord would say to you today, friend? If that is in fact you, and it may be you and you don't even know it. 
It's time to eat and be satisfied. Eat what's been put before you and be satisfied. Friends, the Word of God is alive. These are not stories for our children to read before bedtime. These are things that can transform our day, today, right now. If we allow it to be a living word that we meditate on that changes us from the inside out. So friend, use this this little verse today. And they all ate and they were satisfied. To examine your own life, your own heart, your own table, if you will, that's been set before you. If you are a a pursuer of the king and his kingdom, if now... There are prerequisites to all these things that I always say I don't have time to go into every episode. That's why tuning in with regularity would probably be good if you're interested in anything that you hear on this program. For the fullness of what this message is of rediscovering the ancient way. There's a lot of components. A lot of ifs and thens. (laughs) If you, then you will. A lot of those things. So friend, take some inventory of your life today. Are you satisfied? Not, not, well, I'm never satisfied, brother. I always need more of the Lord. I don't mean that. I don't mean just lazy contentment. I mean, are you satisfied like after you eat a meal with self-control, lacking indulgence, and you're, and you're just okay. You're just like, you know what? I just feel good. I feel peaceful. I feel rightly content. I am satisfied. Right? But it's going to require us to sit down at the feet of the rabbi and to partake in whatever it is He has brought to us. In His goodness, kindness, gentleness, and provision. He is the Good Shepherd. Listen, check us out at pathtozion.com. That's probably where you are right now. You can do the Podbean app as well on your phone. If you download the Podbean app, you can be notified every single time this podcast is updated. Go to YouTube. Enter in Path Design Podcast. Please subscribe and share these videos. I'm hoping to get to one tomorrow. I don't have many. Some are lengthy. But friends, man, it's time. I need help too. I I won't go into this in great detail, but like the last... I was telling a brother the other day, the last 10 days, I feel like God's speaking something very profound through my mouth. And if you don't agree with that, that's fine. I mean, it's it's... Every message isn't going to be for everyone. That's fine. But I am fully convinced that like there's something the Lord is depositing in this vessel of clay for others. So please share these things. Please. I know you have Facebook, more than likely. I know you have email. I know you have a phone where you could call someone in your family and say, you need to listen to this, friend. See if it speaks to you. I need help to share this. 
I need help in every possible way. We need equipment. We need advertising money, not advertising for the for the podcast, but I pay for ads when there's a message that like I know for certain is like I just want the the earth to hear, I pay to promote it. Not so that I'm famous, not so that like this becomes some nationally syndicated program, but because of the word of the Lord has to go out somehow. I need help. I need help. And lastly, I want to come to where you are. I want to come to your home and pray with you. I want to listen to your vantage point, whether we agree or not. Man, if you are a mature, self-controlled, spiritual man in the Messiah, in the greater body at large, I don't care if we agree or not, if we can talk like adults and figure out what in the world the Lord is saying. What is the Spirit saying in this hour? Please have us come to your home. Have us come to your assembly. Have us come to your Bible study. And I'll say this every time, we're not afraid of the virus. We don't wear masks. We don't abstain from hugging and shaking hands and smiling at one another and saying, Brother, can I pray with you? I'm sick, man. Hey, good, awesome. It's an opportunity for the Lord to do another miracle right here, right now. It's why we exist. Please consider listening to the last podcast series if you have not yet already. Church, where are you? It's a two-part series. It's very short. It's one hour in its entirety. Both parts are 30 minutes each, just under. Church, where are you? Please go listen to that if you've not listened to that. I am so sure that's what the Lord is speaking. So thank you for listening. Wherever you are, it's time for us to be sober. It's time for us to do something right here, right now. Be blessed and have a good day. Amen.